What are we just watching, Amy? <laughs> we just watched Plan B, twenty twenty film, twenty twenty one film on Hulu, released straight to Hulu, and I'll get. It. I'm going to remember to say it. We're going to give you spoilers. <laughs> We're going to give you our first impressions. We're not going to give you any context or really anything deep, like production notes we're not gonna and explain research the movie. We're and just interviews gonna, we're with gonna, the, the people. We're going to react. It. We're just going to react and tell you a little bit. And my main takeaway was, this is a really good movie. You should go watch it. Yep. All right, podcast over. The end. Talk about the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this one just slipped in i like so many movies of the pandemic they just like slip in under the radar and yeah. nothing really comes of it. it doesn't help that it was a hulu exclusive exclusive which is not a bad thing no. we've gotten lots of amazon exclusives and hulu exclusives and oftentimes they're pretty good movies um, sometimes they're not but that's just movies so then you don't get things like box office you don't know how many people yeah. have watched watched i'll thing. tell you this not enough people have watched plan b because it's real fun. How, how do you know? Because anyone who hasn't watched it should watch it. That's the correct number, is oh. all the people. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Well, um, so if, if the, the list of people who should <laughs> watch Plan B is all humans. Okay. If there are any humans who have not watched Plan B, then more people than have currently watched it need to. Okay. That's a syllogism, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Syllogism would have been a real good secret word. That would be a good secret word, too. <laughs> and you only get to know the secret word if you're a Patreon. Yeah. Are we already talking about the Patreon? We're that, we're that okay, done. We're done. Is we're it done good? Now. It was it's a really good. good movie. It was funny. I, I was thinking, uh, this is so good. That, you know, I went in, like, with no expectations, because I didn't really, I'd watch the trailer. Yeah. That's all I knew. And then right as it started, you told me that Natalie Morales directed, and I was like, oh, I like Natalie Morales. I bet she's a good director. I like her. And then I was thinking about how excited I was, but thinking again back to the In the Heights podcast, how we didn't just start out saying... We liked it. This is a great movie. Everyone should see it. This is fabulous. I just kind of want to go back and do that podcast again. Oh, there's no going back. Unless we watch it again and give our second impressions. I don't yeah. want to do that. Well, when we have the expectation that the film is going to be near perfect, yeah. then it's kind of less exciting to come in afterwards. Because you're like, yep, near perfect. Yeah, here's the things that we could have fixed, but everything else is perfect. <laughs> And it sounds like it's less exciting, but yeah. it's not. I don't. I was very excited by this movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, knowing the broadest of strokes of the the premise, which is that a pair of teenagers go on a road trip to get Plan B, mm-hmm. which is I mean they it's in the title, like you can't be surprised. But yeah, I, I was reminded a little bit of Book Smart, which came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. which we watched. But like this growing genre, uh, it's been around forever, of yeah. two teenagers get into hijinks. Yep. Um, often over like a very relatively short period of time, like a yeah. single night. A night or two. Um, so yeah, I was reminded of that in good ways. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Book Smart. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. this. It was funny. It was surprising. There were moments that I laughed out loud, which I don't always do, even when I really like funny movies. Mm-hmm. I don't always, like, guffaw. Mm-hmm. 
But some of the things I did, yeah, I guffawed I, at. I also laughed out loud at some of the the, the thing with the piercing. <laughs> I I don't want to spoil because of how good it was, uh, but was a a need to be classic moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like in an American Pie, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind in of that classic. sort of space. <laughs> Classic moments. Yeah, this is an R-rated movie, so know that going in. Yeah. Well, I feel like with Booksmart got so much press and publicity. It did. And part of that's because... Um, there wasn't a pandemic. There wasn't a pandemic, but it was a theatrical release. Release, yeah. not. Um, I don't. I don't know... I don't know how things are getting marketed when they're Hulu. Yeah, I have no idea. I learned about it via Twitter because I follow Natalie Morales on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's got it's got like ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's something. Yeah, I mean, that so doesn't directly translate it. into like ticket sales or Hulu subscriptions or whatever. <laughs> and it's women of color mm-hmm. in in big positions mm-hmm. in the film, and not. Is very awesome. Yeah. To see, which to me differentiates it from Booksmart. Yes. Is another thing. Yeah. But it's not. T it over is the wrong word. It's just. It's a film in that genre. And yeah. I like films in this genre. Yeah. Like, I like. Uh, Super Bad, I think, is real funny. I think um, Blockers we watched and I really enjoyed. And they're all just variations on this sort of trope. And I generally find them very fun when they're done well. Mm-hmm. And this easily fits into that pantheon. Well, I'm just saying this has representation. Yes. That none of those None of those films. do. Yes. That is yeah. that is something that is unique about it. It is we get to see that story from a different perspective. Yeah. So let's see some funny women of color. Yeah. Getting into hijinks. And very And funny. also making a commentary on... Uh, access to health care yes. for women. Yeah, no, there's there's and, not like a lack of a political message going well, on. It's here. not beating you over the head. It's just it's just part of the story. Yeah. Um of what's going on. The, but as I sit back when I kind of sit back and have some like aesthetic distance from yeah. it, I'm like, this is so terrible. Yeah. How hard it is for them <laughs> to get this pill. Yes. Um, how like the this lengths is, they have to go to. This is what happens to. when you yeah. die, when you deny women access to reproductive health. Yes. <laughs> Which is still very much a problem. And, like this. and by women, I also mean teenagers. Yes. Like, um, and I don't know what the rule on the plan B is if you have to be there under 18 I or don't either. parents. Yeah, probably it depends on states and local regulations because a lot of those things are... are locale specific i should know that but i am not a teenager and i don't have a teenager so i don't know off the top of my head um but it wasn't the age so much yeah as the bias of the pharmacist yes (laughs) and those those what what is it called conscience clause and those are a real thing that like pharmacists use and i don't think they should like that's not it's um out <clears throat> my cat just jumped on jumped me. on me with her claws mm-hmm. out um no no well and the fact that this seemed to be maybe the only pharmacy in their town yeah they couldn't go somewhere else mm-hmm. um 
and they had to go all the way three hours away to get to the nearest Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. which when they get there has been... Spoilers! Closed. Closed. I already warned them about spoilers. <laughs> I know, spoilers. I know. Just one more time. Spoilers. Um, so to not have... Access. Not have access. Yeah. But this is how I also knew they were child children of of the Gen Zers, uh-huh. is that they didn't call Planned Parenthood <laughs> first. They just looked Say, it up and went. We're... We're on our way. We're on our way. Can we get an appointment? (laughs) Yeah. Just are you open? Because we're going to drive all this way. Yeah. I shouldn't put that on Jen's ears. I'm I'm sure lots of people just get in the car. Yeah. How does Kevin want to move to North Carolina? Just get in the car car and push the button. Ask Siri, how do we do it? How How do do we we get get to North Carolina? Which would have worked. Yeah, we would have gotten to the state. Yeah, we might have had some fun hijinks on the way, like in the movie. I mean, with our cat, we're going to have enough fun hijinks all by ourselves. We'll have plenty of fun hijinks. I'm trying to think of some... Yeah, it was just funny. Uh, It was heartwarming, the chemistry between Mm -hmm. the 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 two women um, was spot on, fabulous, great casting. Um, The part... Which she's getting ready at the party. She's doing a makeover. Yeah. Party. She takes her, <laughs> you know, co- coated as very ugly. Yeah. Uh, flesh colored underwear yes. and cuts a thong out of them. <laughs> I think might have been my favorite. That was great. Of the whole movie. That was real good. <laughs> oh. It had that guy from Speechless in it. Yes. Yeah. He was good. That was the only person that I. Uh, I recognized actor. Rachel Dratch played oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, sex, ed the sex ed teacher. The very awkward. Oh my gosh, the sex ed video. <laughs> that was real good. I think you said about 30 seconds in, oh, I just got it. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second. I was I was like, this is like this is a weird, is this a used car commercial that we're watching? Well, because they start <laughs> the scene in the commercial and yes. slowly pan out so you see that you're kind of in a you're classroom. watching it and it's yeah old, like 80s <laughs> style on the square tv yeah and and a bride and groom coming over to a very used car used car and guess what that bride she was that car he didn't want to ride in her car. And he didn't want to ride in her car because it had been used. And then, of course, they deconstruct the metaphor very, very amusingly. Where's his car? Yeah. Why don't we get to see his car? Does he have a car? <laughs> what happens to the car when somebody else rides in it? I mean, overall, some, like, mature teenagers, I gotta say, yeah. for all the the regular, like, teenage mistakes Yes. Made. M- mature teenagers, smart teenagers, making very teenager mistakes. Yes. <laughs> Which you can't really fault them for because their brains are broken. Their brains are broken, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's totally fair. But yes, the, the sex ed stuff was hilarious. Uh, I, I amused it. I was amused by it. Also, I wanted to ask if you noticed the bisexual lighting. I did. In the appropriate I did. scene. In the, yes. In the bisexual scene. Although I was like, why are we getting this bisexual mm. lighting? I've kind of been led to believe these are 
both lesbians. Yes, but and I think I think we we're just have, broadening the the texture. Should we not have <laughs> lesbian lighting? Is that not? I, a, I don't know that we do have lesbian lighting. Okay, I so think the, we just use bisexual. The bisexual lighting. lighting is the blue and pink. Yes, vibrant. Yes, rich colors. That's how you know that a bisexual. Yeah. Is on screen. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's <laughs> more complicated than that, but it's not just all bisexuals are lit like this. <laughs> That's what it felt like in Loki. It did feel like that in Loki. Yes. <laughs> Again, I mean, we've now made our second spoiler podcast spoiling Loki. Loki. <laughs> That's so, not a spoiler. A second podcast about Loki. That's not about Loki. Uh, I thought that was fun. I don't want to just rehash all. I know. I don't want to just list the things that happened in the movie that were good. I think it's funny to have watched this and then um, a couple weekends ago, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yes. Kind of put those into conversation. Yes. Really women driven Mm -hmm. best friend comedies that are done really well. And Mm -hmm. my fear is it gets less attention. Attention. Yeah. Because it's women. Yeah, it's hard to market. And men can't Half relate the... to comedies about women. Apparently. I don't know. That doesn't seem accurate. But, sorry, there's a thing here, Kitty. I don't know what that is. But also the normalizing of a girl, teenage girls' sexuality, that they're horny, yeah. too. It's not just the boys. And guess what? This also translates into adult life. What? <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny and complex and awkward and just like life. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I did. I was thinking a little bit about Barb and Star as well, in that very little of the conflict in this is between the two main characters. Because I think Barb and Star, I think I said this on the Barb and Star podcast, that I didn't love that they kind of got pitted against each other yeah. more so. Whereas this was very much them. They said they had differences and they were still, you know, hiding some things from each other and struggling with that in a very teenage way. Um, but it didn't ever feel like the movie was pitting them against each mm-hmm. other in that mm-hmm. in that way that I think Barb and Star did a little more than I was expecting or would have appreciated. Um, and I, I would, <laughs> it was real funny. I wrote down in my notes, like, it's kind of neat that this movie doesn't really have any assholes in it. Like, there's no explicitly, other than I realize the pharmacist um, who qualifies in my mind, who is the problem. Um, of course, I said that right before the van disappeared. <laughs> like, I had literally just written that down. And I was like, well, okay, maybe one. The asshole was high, though, and wasn't yeah. in street. Which is not, like... Justification. Don't steal a van when you're high. Or at all. Yeah, just don't steal a van. Yeah. Don't leave two teenagers at a closed bowling alley in the middle of the night. That's also a good idea. <laughs> and not come back to get them. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. There's some poor decision making all around. Um, oh, and also, I have not seen a movie with as great a blackout line in a long time. What was the line? Well, I don't want to say it, but the last the last moment of the film. Oh. When the mother picks oh, up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 
that is that it i said blackout line it wasn't specifically a line of dialogue so much I, but i was thinking like blackout drunk oh my apologies no uh, i was i was using like it's also i think called a curtain line when it's the line right before the curtain drops in a play um which in humorous plays is often a sort of like one-liner mm-hmm. um that is is just a good laugh to end on uh i think um Oh, I've forgotten the name of the show. One Day at a Time had killer curtain lines. Mm. Um, almost always, like, the last beat of the show was funny and left on a high note, which I think is very hard to do. Um, but So I appreciated that and noticed it from a structural standpoint. Like, you get this moment, you get this beat, and then credits. It's, they also think it's funny that you really don't want to spoil this joke that it's about. It's a really good joke. Of all the other things that we spoil, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying you need to spoil. Yeah. it. I'm just observing that this. Well, is I one I thing. think there is a certain amount, and and I think that's more of humor than I do of almost any other structure. That there is a certain amusement in the surprise. I think it's a good joke regardless. But I think the humor of the first moment. I would. I'm much more loath to spoil a joke than I am a plot twist, <laughs> like. I won't spoil it here, but I was reading the internet and I saw the twist to the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I don't feel robbed of anything Poor from knowing that. M. Night that. Shyamalan. I, I feel like he feels like he has to have a twist. Yeah. Well, and apparently in this one, um, it really didn't need it. And, and you don't. You, you don't. You can do a difference. Yeah, I feel bad for M. Night. You feel. Um. But yeah, so like that sort of thing, I'm less I less care about spoiling in terms of discussion. I can talk about the joke though without revealing what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, although to be fair, uh, oh, I forgot her name. Stand-up comedian Nanette. Yep, Hannah Gadsby. Douglas. Hannah Gadsby in Douglas proved me wrong by telegraphing her final jokes and then, and then building. nailing them. Yeah. <laughs> That's because she's very talented. Yes. Comedian. That is that is why. She's very good at her, her job. Yeah. That is that is why. I didn't yeah, like I said, didn't know these two actors. Yeah, I didn't know anybody in the cast other than the guy from Speechless. Oh. There was a few people that I kind of recognized and then looked up and was like, nope, that's not anything who I thought it was. Um, that, that can't be right, can it? I don't The know. pharmacist? The, the pharmacist was J. Chandrasekhar. Yeah. Um, I feel like I recognize him from something... But it would have been a long time ago. Um, Yeah, I don't know how much Natalie Morales has directed, but I I am impressed. This was her second second film. Um, She directed her first film earlier this year, and then directed this one. So something exciting to look forward to. Yeah. In. Although she's also um, in the other film she directed. It's a uh, two-header called Language Lessons? I'm not going to remember. 
Okay. It yep. was. It was. It's the. It's a movie that looks like it was filmed in. Um, yeah, it's called Language Lessons. That looks like it was filmed during the pandemic because it's all shot via like Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a whole going to be. A... It's got a whole aesthetic. Can you imagine? This is way way off topic. Yeah. But like in thirty years, when people do period pieces of the the period pandemic twenty and how they're going to film. Yes, Zoom. I can. I'm not particularly excited by it. I will it. ever be able to watch it. There is no <laughs> amount of time we can put between it that I would like to watch it happen again. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have any other thoughts? Uh, those are my thoughts. I, yeah, go, not, not a long podcast. I enjoyed it. Go watch it on Hulu. It's really good. Yeah, and watch Barb and Star and Booksmart. Watch those as well. And the new Bill and Ted. More women comedians. Yeah. Please. Oh, okay. Another thing I will spoil that was that was amusing was the the sangria they were making. <laughs> that was just strong visual storytelling. That was strong. So we are at the beginning of the movie where they decided to throw, throw a party. high school party, and that was such a teenager move. They've got the punch bowl out, and they're just dumping stuff into <laughs> it. <laughs> like, Wine. Yeah, white and red wine. Cough syrup. Yeah. There was something yellow. Raspberries. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, there was fruit, and I was like, oh, they're trying to make a, a sangria. But it was such a teenage movie. Like, oh, yeah, just to throw everything like in. This, like the adults <laughs> do something like this. Yeah, you know that's a thing. And you're, so you're trying to be, like, sophisticated. As, and and um, it was... Uh, it was goofy. And they called it a skull fucker. Yeah. Which is a great name for a it's drink. It's a great name. I, I hope there's a drink out there called a skull fucker. <laughs> oh, very funny movie. Yeah. I think a lot of the laughs kind of occurred in the first third of the movie. And the next two thirds were not. Were a little bit slower. It wasn't yes. a bad thing. They, they, it was a little more methodical, a little slower. Um, you had to get to the story elements. Um, that being said, there were still some very funny parts. Yes, your favorite joke was my in favorite this joke. In the, last two the the getting the van back. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're just laughing. We are. We're laughing thinking about the movie. It was good. It. it was amusing. I enjoyed it. I I don't have more to say than yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> you can tell them about our podcast, Amy. Uh, yeah, we have a podcast. We just did it. Oh, there the we go. <laughs> we And when we finish the podcast, we go talk to our cat. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's about it. And if do you want to hear us talk about our cat, you can subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> our Patreon? Yeah, we have a Patreon, too, where you can give us money for a given episode. Whichever episode you want. I mean, it's the latest one. You give us money on a per episode basis. A new one comes out, you give us money. That's mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. That's the structure of Patreon. Of course, the podcast will always be free for everyone, like podcasts should be. Mm-hmm. What else do they get, Amy? There are two special perks uh, for being a subscriber. One is you get an even less edited Woo! show from the moment we turn on the mic to turn off the mic, which is where you get to know what the secret password is. Yeah. It's just a secret word. Just a secret word. Secret word of uh, of the week mm-hmm. is. 
And you get to see the list of movies that we didn't watch, because every week Kevin gives me a list of about five movies, and then I choose one mm-hmm. to watch. And if I don't want to watch any of them, we get a new list. Yeah. Well, so far you've never vetoed the, vetoed the whole list. No, I've never. There's, there's so many choices on five. I already have trouble with choices, <laughs> so... Um, so it's good to Five just is pick a one. challenge anyways. Yeah. And those are the perks. And we thank you very much for listening. Even if you're not a Patreon member. We just thank everyone. We thank you for listening. It's cool. Rate us and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Tell your friends about us next time you see them in person. Yep. And watch Loki so that we will stop (laughs) spoiling it because you've already seen it and it's no longer Yeah, watch Loki if you feel like it. Spoiler. We're not recommending Loki. However, if you are upset by the spoilers we keep giving, watch it, Loki. Then, then watch it. Yeah, that's that's good advice. <laughs> All right, we'll say good night, Amy. Good night, Amy. <laughs>